Ricky, now's the time. You're about to talk to us this evening, but you've been with our teenagers down in Dalton Street. What have you been up to down there? Well, first up, we're having a lot of fun, because anytime you're with Jen or Edge, you're going to have a good time. It's just yeah. fact, right? Yeah. Right? Right, Isaac? <laughs> That's right. Um, but the, the message, essentially, that we've been learning is, is a little bit about the book that you just presented. Yeah. It is about how this, there's a narrative that the, the culture and society has given us, but then there's God's narrative, and, and God's narrative is not only better, but it's above all the other narratives, and, and therefore it's authority in our lives. It's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad to kind of close out our our evening. If you would, take your Bible and turn it to Jude, verse 24 and 25, because there is only one chapter in Jude. Jude, verse 24 and 25, and this is our Bible blessing for tonight. To him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy. To the only God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, power, and authority through Jesus Christ, our Lord, before all ages, now and forevermore. Amen. So, the question I want to ask tonight is, why are we being equipped? I mean, we're all here, but have you really thought about why? And I'm sure there's, there's a number of reasons that, that we could say, but let's just talk about one. So the Bible talks about how, how the, the light of the gospel, of the glory of Jesus Christ, is what actually transforms us. But here's, here's the problem. We are currently living in a time when we can't physically see the glory, majesty, and power, and authority of Jesus. So God gave us words in his word to describe all of those things. And so when we teach and discuss his word, he equips our minds with a a verbal picture of his glorious perfection, and therefore he is changing us spiritually. And all of those pictures just kind of keep us on our feet And keep us pursuing him. And so with the eyesight of faith, we can persevere in our pursuit of Christ until that day when, as Jude says, he presents us without fault and with great joy. Can you imagine that? To look at yourself and say, I see no fault. Now, when I think about something that is without fault or perfect, I actually think about something that is native to the U.K., You know what I'm talking about, don't you? I went into my Tesco today, and I saw one of these babies. Yeah. It is confection perfection. And the thing about this kind of chocolate perfection is you can't just have one. you got to have two. You know what I mean? And it's so good. You just want to share it with people. You know, you you want people to have it. And then I walked around the corner... And I saw it comes in bigger packages, you know? I'm not going to throw the box. And, and I thought, man, how, how good is this? 
How amazing. And we're just exporting these things all over the world, bringing joy to everyone. And I kept walking. And I turned the corner. Then I realized, guys, these are just appetizers. Because there's the mega egg. It is, it is the, the culmination of all things Cadbury. And this is what you really want. This is just to, to whet your appetite. But it's leading you to perfection. Chocolate perfection. You know, you could say that that's kind of what we're doing here today. Actually, that's what we're doing anytime the church gathers around the word. We're, we're getting a little taste of God's perfection. You could say that through studying the word of God, we get a small taste spiritually of what day we will, uh, what we will someday feast our eyes on physically. And tonight we just got one more glimpse of God's perfection. And from one glory to the next, his word is changing us and, and keeping us on the path to himself. Because our soul is being strengthened with that, that picture of, of the, the glory that we're being drawn into. And then one day, just as Jude said, we will enter his presence. And, and he's going to strip away all the pain all the suffering, all the imperfection, and all the sin. And he's going to clothe us with his perfection. And it's going to be so, so good. And we're going to gather together, kind of like we're here tonight. But it's going to be so much bigger. We're going to get together and, and stand before him. And the overflow of our joy is going to just begin to pour out of us. And we're going to see and think about what he has done. And what we're experiencing in that moment, we're just going to say, Woo! Because the pain and suffering is gone. We're no more feasting on appetizers. We're standing without fault and with great joy. And as his faultless nation stands before him, the overflow of joy and celebration will bring to God the glory and honor that he deserves. So when you come to church and God just gives you that glimpse, that one insight that you didn't understand before about his character, about who he is, what he does, and, and, and how he's involving you in it. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Because God uses the teaching of the church to keep us walking towards his presence so that we can someday stand in the fullness of his perfection and joy. So I'll close again with these words. As we think upon the beauty of God's glory in Jesus Christ to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy to the only God our Savior be glory majesty power and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before all ages now and forevermore amen